And with that, boys. Good. We are back. Episode 84. Episode 84. I'm trying to get the we are back with you, but yeah. thanks for checking Emotional. us out. This is the BSG podcast uh, brought to you by Moon Golf. But first, my name's Casey in the middle in the gray hoodie with the farm links hat on. We have Brady and then the swinging, uh, what's his name? Swinging Al. Swinging Al in the field. We have Zach Fields teacher. Uh, so thanks for hanging with us, as always, presented by Moon Golf, which Brady's going to take a second and tell you all about him right now. Got to get down to Moon Golf. Uh, it's 2024 now. If you want to get fitted for the right club, now is the time to do it. Uh, they've, they're getting in all the new equipment right now. Uh, the Callaway Paradigm AI Smoke just hit the uh, all the stores. Um, definitely go check that out if you're Tell them where there's smoke, you. there's fire. I believe it. I believe it. I'm ready to go see it for myself. <laughs> Uh, that I'm sure, um, the tailor-made drivers will be in the store soon. Um, go ahead and get fitted down there. They have the best equipment fitters in the game. Uh, especially right now in, uh, 2024, people are setting goals. Uh, you want to be, uh, playing your best golf when you go to get fitted. Well, maybe, maybe, I don't know if that's true or not, but you definitely want to be hitting the ball the way you want it to see the results and, uh, no better way to do that. To, than to get uh, get in good shape for your golf game. And speaking of that, we have a guy joining us this evening. He's got a uh, full workout plan for you if you uh, if you need it. He's got a, I mean, he specializes in fitness for golfers. So it'd be the best way to start your year off to get in the right state of mind when you're going to the golf course. You can check that out right now. All right, guys. Tonight we are joined on the podcast by a special guest. Trevor Smith, he is a uh, TPI golf fitness trainer from Brunswick, Georgia, uh, down near St. Simons. Uh, so welcome to the show, Trevor. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome. welcome. Um, we'll start, and I'll just ask you uh, some simple questions. Since you're a fitness trainer, uh, specifically for golf and golfers, uh, what do you tell someone or what do you say to someone who tells you, uh, like, I'm too old to work out for golf? Um, basically, what I'll tell them, normally they're asking this question because they see they see what I do at, w- as a strength training. And their first thought is like, oh, they're doing stuff. He's doing be doing stuff with barbells and doing like back squats and bench press and stuff like that. And it kind of puts a sense of fear in them. And uh, my job as the trainer is to, you know, dispel all that and just let them know, like, hey, like what I'm going to be giving, what, what I have myself, because I, I put a lot of content out of me doing barbell stuff because, well, one, I like barbell stuff and that's kind of what I'm accustomed to doing. But somebody who's like in their 60s or 70s, who's never touched a barbell in their life and probably is more likely just either played golf and done some aerobic stuff they don't need to be doing stuff like that. They, the best thing for them is just to, you know, like slowly go into it, do some body weight stuff, um, focus on form, focus on, um, you know, using like lighter weights just to make sure that they're doing everything the way they're supposed to. And then, you know, like down the line, if they get more comfortable and they want to break out a barbell, like that's, that's cool. That's fine too. I mean, like it's all, it's all relative. Like, again, like what I'm going to be doing for someone who's in their twenties, like maybe like up and coming on, on tour, I'm not going to be doing with them what you would be doing with, um, 
you know, uh, John and Jane who uh, just kind of want to stay healthy. Right, right. That's um, where I'm at. I just want to stay healthy enough to keep playing. Do as minimal amount of working out necessary. I just want to play golf and not be sore. So how, how important is, uh, I mean, not until recently have we seen golfers kind of focus on weightlifting. And because um, I remember early on watching nobody other than Tiger, but nobody really talked about it. But now every time they talk about golfers, they're like, look how big he is, look how fast he can swing. So when did you make the connection to golf and what you're doing? Were you already doing training and you had a passion for golf? So I've I, I've been playing competitive golf since I was seven. Uh, played all throughout high school, played uh, college golf at Coastal Georgia. And while I was in college, that's when the connection started to hit. One, I was uh, – uh, I was always like an overweight kid. Um, always, I was so, uh, self-conscious about that. And then once I got into college, I had free access to a gym, um, uh, a uh, a buffet of all of the foods that I could want that's being paid for by my parents at school. Yeah. So um, <laughs> basically, I was just like, you know, I can make, I, I can decide what I should be eating. I can decide, you know, I have time to go exercise and do all that. So when I was in college, that's what I did. I, I did what I knew at the time and did, and did what, um, it wasn't necessarily golf specific. It was more so like, Hey, it's this probably a good decision for me, uh, to, you know, hit the gym and actually like, uh, lift, lift weights. It's probably, this is probably beneficial for me long-term and it, it, it most definitely is. Um, it didn't become more golf specific until I was on, until I started, uh, playing professionally. When I got out of college, uh, I linked up with a, um, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a trainer that used to be at, uh, Sea Island whenever I, um, uh, yeah, he used to be at Sea Island. I would work with him and he started putting the things in, in mind, uh, he started putting things in front of me that kind of showcased like, Hey, there's a way that um, you can kind of like lift the way that you want to, but then also like throwing in some extra stuff that's golf specific or that can make uh, an exercise golf specific. Yeah. I feel like every other week or something like that, especially on uh, players like Justin Thomas, see them posting all kinds of stuff about like new, um, you know, new, new ways. It's like implementing your swing and a weight at the same time and just doing stuff like that. And, uh, it seems like it's caught on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's one of the, one of the things that, um, uh, with me being TPI certified, one of the things that, uh, TPI gives you is they give you the, uh, opportunity to run their physical screen, which is a 16 part assessment that showcases, um, your flexibility, your, uh, your overall flexibility, mobility, and stability in your body in relation to the golf swing. So being it, so going through that screen, I can tell you, Hey, like you have a, you're having a hard time with the toe touch, like you, you tight hamstrings or, uh, based off of earlier, maybe you have a hard time moving your pelvis and you have a hard time actually getting your lower back into extension and flexion. So you're it's probably telling me you're probably more likely to early extend and the follow through and not maintain your posture. So like there's a bunch of different, things that you can go through and just kind of like you find uh, different things inside of the, uh, inside of the screens, inside of the assessment 
that can showcase to you is like, hey, I bet you this is probably what the problem is with your golf swing. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people. A lot. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say a lot of people that we uh, play with, and uh, like especially whenever I go and play like with a group that's with my dad, and you know around around that age, I'm like they could probably benefit from uh, doing some exercise <laughs> just specifically for golf. Most definitely, anybody anybody can benefit from it. Like it, like it, you don't have to be, you know, as you don't have to be like so far gone to like uh, to benefit from it obviously like you guys mentioned uh everybody on tour they everybody on tour has got a they not only do they have a swing instructor obviously but they have a personal trainer they have a chiropractor they have like they they some of them have nutritionists um on top of that met, like a like a psychologist a mental coach i mean like there's there's so especially like like three of those five trainers that they have uh, all are within the strength and conditioning and nutrition uh, realm. So like, it, it's something that, um, that is definitely something that Tiger put out on the, um, put out on the map, just like you had someone with so much talent and a lot of work ethic. Oh, and by the way, he's working on, he, he's still trying to get stronger and get and hit the ball further and have more control of the club head. And like, when you have someone like that, who's just running away from everybody, Changes got to be made, or like Tiger would have just probably probably could have won every single tournament until he mm-hmm. until his body failed. How does your program change if you have, you know, someone like us walk in just want to be a good golfer, and then you have somebody else come in saying, "My goal is to go world long drive championship." Like, do you have a program for both? Are you focused on both? Um, yeah, I don't have anybody. I haven't picked up a client yet uh who would be like a long drive guy um but i would hope to at some point i guess that's kind of what i'm working on with myself um Mm -hmm. i just i would much uh with uh hopefully you know business keeps uh keeps booming and uh i don't and uh i'll be kind of like scratching for time to go out and hit balls and practice and play Mm -hmm. but um for somebody like uh somebody who i have just met somebody who um i know no prior history whatsoever um, what I normal, what I normally would do as like a consultation, I'd bring them in, do a quick five to 10 minute interview and just kind of figure out, you know, like what's your goals and motivation? Why, why are you here? Why do you want to, uh, improve? Uh, why do you want to be more flexible? Why do you want to get stronger? Um, and it, cause it's not always about golf either. Sometimes like, yeah, golf's cool. But um, I, I worked at a um, I worked with uh, general population clients for over two years, and you have a lot of uh, people come in who are saying like, "Hey, I need to get stronger," because you know I'm having a hard time picking up my kids, I'm having a hard time um, you know hanging out with my grandkids and keeping up with them, so I need to do something different. So I just I want to figure out you know like why are you doing this, and then we'll go into um, into hit into the history like. Ooh, what have you done before? Have you ever lifted weights before? Have you ever, um, have you ever actually worked out before outside of doing like yard work or going to play golf or going to play basketball or something? It's, um, it's just, uh, get trying to gain as much information on the person as possible so that when the next step I take them through the TPI screen, then I'll know like, okay, so they told me that they, 
had an issue with their knees once. Like, like if you had if an older an older person coming in and they said, "Hey, I had a, had a knee replacement about five years ago," so I'm going to be watching out for that when we're doing something like the overhead squat or the single leg balance. They may have been compensating over the last few years because of that replacement. And so, like, just t- again, like just figuring out everything I can possibly know about somebody um, going into the screen, and that way I have all the information I could possibly need to write up a program that is 100% individualized and tailored to that person's wants and needs. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds just about right, right there. I would think, you know, anybody in this area that can, has like physical therapy, physical training and all that stuff, that's what they're looking for. They want to, they want to know that the person they're working with, is like looking after them at the same time. Um, what would you say, uh, this is like a kind of something that's been on my mind, maybe, um, maybe on a lot of our buddies that, uh, go and play like weekend warrior golf. Uh, what would you say is more beneficial for like the amateur golfers like us? Um, if you get like maybe to the range or, uh, you know, when you're about to play around, you get to the range 30 minutes beforehand. Uh, do you spend all that time at the range hitting balls or do you split that up in between like 15 minute segments, like warming up, stretching, then hit the range for the, uh, the rest of your 15 minutes? Or do you just, uh, would you think like warming up and stretching and maybe like some short exercises that, uh, during that 30 minute period would be like your best bet? I would say, um, I would say try to do both. Uh, when you go onto, when you're going onto the range, you're trying to gauge, how your swing is you're trying to gauge like you know like you know how's my swing feeling today where's my miss like you know like am i am i smashing it or am i you know like is or is everything kind of leaking out to the right a little bit so that i can because you're supposed to be spending that time strategizing for the round and strategizing like you know uh strategizing for um yeah for the round you're about to play um so you don't you need as much time as possible to be able to go through all that so you should be able to, if you're going to split, I would say split it up that way. Hey, you got time to kind of, um, decompress, do some, do some exercises, get warmed up, actually get your body warmed up. And, um, one of the things that, um, I'm really big on too, is like, I'm, uh, I'm not, not only a, uh, like a, a certified personal trainer, but I'm also a corrective exercise specialist and a pain-free performance specialist. So why not take, why not hit two birds with one stone? and utilize the warm-up to you know attack the correctives that you need to in the golf swing like we mentioned before um do so like if you have an, an issue with the toe touch and the in the overhead squat um you're probably gonna be early, early extending so why not util, utilize that time to warm up for the game to actually you know do some toe touches you know stretch out your hamstrings you know do um do some exercises that will help you maintain your posture through the golf swing um Strengthening up those muscles will help you swing more efficiently. So um, to answer your question, yeah, uh, you you should just split it up and do both. Yeah, yeah. That I makes totally my hamstrings agree. feel tight right now just thinking about it, <laughs> just doing toe touches. I can't remember the last time I stretched before we went and played golf. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, uh, you know, a lot of times we get there, we're in a rush, especially uh, when we're, like, going to film and stuff. Like, we don't – a lot of times, especially when we did our trip to North Carolina, like only a couple of us at a time had, you know, enough time to get on the range and stuff, which, uh, 
you know, some of the tee times, depending on when you're getting there, when you're supposed to start, has an effect on that. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of people that are weekend warriors just show up to the course and go. Like, they're not think they're not even thinking about, you know, I should be, uh, you know, warming up my muscles uh, to be active right now. Like, you know, they're just expecting it to happen as it goes. Yeah, a lot of times you see people, you see guys like, and honestly, I, I I used to think this too. Like your warm up is that's why it's called a warm up. Like you go out there and you're warming your you go onto the range and you're warming your body up before you're round. It's like well, that's yeah, that's cool and all, but I mean you you can do that, but it's not going to be as efficient. Like I mean, there's a there's a um, there's a good way to do things and there's a better way to do things. So like just being able to do both it, uh, for me personally, if I'm running if I'm running low on time and it's knowing like, Hey, I, uh, I've had a busy day, but my, I got a tea time in like 20 minutes. I'm first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to the fitness center at the club and then warm up in there. And then, uh, if I have some, if I have time, like 10, five minutes, I'll do some practice swings or just run out to the range and hit a few balls before I go in. Cause I, I cause I know that doing a proper warm up, using some bands, doing some stretches, doing stuff like that, you're less likely to get injured uh, swinging a golf club, especially with some people who want to just, you know, go gung ho and swing and, and try to swing out of their shoes. I know recently. It's hard I, to hold back now. Oh yeah. It's hard to hold back. You hit a couple of good drives and you're like, I got to swing hard every single time. Oh, I get it. Recently, I know. I'm the same way. <laughs> it's with Zach's brother, Jeremy, we were playing. Uh, and we didn't hit the range. We just started playing, and we said probably about hole three or four, we'll both feel warmed up. And so I think, like, how much better could I probably start my round of golf if I actually did get there early and stretch and get loosened up and then attack hole one ready? So I need to be taking a lot of what you're saying. That's why I'm sitting here listening so much because I'm trying, how can I get better myself? Because my goal <laughs> this year is this is like the first year I've set golf goals, and I'm actually trying to get better. And I know one of the things mentally in my head was I want to start – getting somewhere and stretching before I play golf. And so that's why I'm sitting here trying to listen to everything you say because I'm like, 2024, I got to get better. You can do – I mean, like, you if you get yourself a good – if you go, like, on Amazon and buy yourself some resistance bands, those are awesome. Those are – resistance bands are very under uh, – are very um, underestimated when it comes to actually um, warming – to not just warming up, but, like, strength training in general. So like you could take some bands and put up like tie them up like with the uh, on your cart on the handles right there. You could do some rotations, do some uh, pull down straight arm pull downs. Like just um, you, I mean, you can find all this stuff on YouTube or anything like that. But I mean, like you, there's a, there's a lot of like different things you can do with just with bands right off the right off the range, just attaching it to your cart. For the other, I got some in my drawer now. I'm gonna get out. I'll be say, there Saturday. For Zach and Brady, if, if I got to the, the course before y'all and y'all pulled up and had bands out and I stretched you, would y'all be judging me if I was taking it that seriously? I would think he was serious for the day. Yeah, yeah for sure. I just think y'all are going to pull up and be like, look at this goon. I'm like, oh, he, he's trying to beat us. Because how many times do we hit the, the first two holes and we're like, oh, now I'm starting to feel loose and now I'm starting to feel better? Mm-hmm. It's so I always silly. just assume a bogey or double on one and, and two. I was about so to say that here. Your first two holes are usually, like, your worst two. A lot of times, like, we get out there and we, like, double, triple the first hole, and we're like, dang, if you know, maybe if I spend a little more time warming up, getting loose, that wouldn't happen. 
What about for your golf game, Trevor? When uh, so like before you jumped into the fitness, uh, you because before you did that it was like, have you seen your golf game get better um, from that, or do you feel better about it since you started implementing this with your stuff? Uh, I will say. Um... Uh, just a quick background on uh, for me golf wise. After I got out of college, I turned pro and uh, I bounced around the mini tours for um, for a few years. What's up? He was already too good. Yeah, you're already good at golf, so it don't matter. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, so um, so yeah, like I, I play. I hopped on the mini tours for a, a few for a few years, and then uh, I actually got uh, I got status on PJ Tour Canada in 2020. Oh, wow. Well, as we all know that was the year the world ended. So yeah. um ended up playing a, uh, in the fall, the look like Q series, a PGA tour, put up a tour for people who couldn't get out of the United States um, who had status in like Latin America or uh, Canada or China at the time and um, create a tour for them. Like they, they went all over the Southeast. They played in a, a few in Atlanta. They played at uh, uh, the Auburn university course, uh, went down to Jacksonville. It was a lot of, they had a lot of great spots and, um, uh, at the end of that season, I had a bad back injury and, um, uh, yeah, I had two herniated discs, my L3, L4, L4, L5, and, uh, put me out of commission for a while. I think I went, I went about a year, year and a half without legitimately playing golf or swinging, uh, swinging a golf club or it's like swinging a club with intent because I, I just, cause I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And, um, that kind of inspired me to, um, want to figure out like, how can I help others? not go through what I went through. It's not because it's, it wasn't fun. (laughs) I'll just put it that way. Um, But uh, just to go go back to your question, I, after I started put myself through the screens, uh, I kind of understood better on uh, how, how to make uh, the training I was doing and kind of changing some things around to make it more golf specific. I hit the ball about 20 yards further now than I did back then. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's just an, what three years yeah yeah and honestly the changes that were made it um i gained those 20 yards in a span of about probably seven months is that from just getting stronger weightlifting or are you doing a lot of swing speed training as well i actually don't really do any swing speed training um all of my stuff i do uh, i do a lot of um Speed. I do a lot of uh, speed training in the gym, so I'll be doing plyometrics, I'll be doing jumps, med ball slams, um, and then doing uh, strength work after that. Like I, like I mentioned before, like I, I do enjoy barbells. Uh, I, I do different variations, variations of squats, bench press, deadlifts. Um, I do all that stuff, and um, being able and know having the knowledge that I know now, um, be, being able to utilize all of those tools and also, you know, keep myself safe, keep, keep myself pain-free at the same time. Like I have some people at my, at my home club in Noonan. Um, they, I was asked a few times, I, I was up there for Christmas and uh, I got asked by a lot of them. They're like, your dad told us you, that you don't have any pain anymore. That, is that true? I was like, yeah. Like I have no, no sciatic pain, no nothing. Um, We're going to, me and you are going to have a consult after this. No, man, I need it. a I need a one on one guide for for back old injury. What what's your home club in Noonan? Noonan Country Club. Noonan Country Club. Oh, I didn't know. That's our we basically run that course, Trevor. Now, oh, there you <laughs> go. Undefeated out there. We're undefeated out there. Unless you want to come try to take it from us one day. 
the scramble team is undefeated out there. Tell me, tell me the time and the place. I'll be there. We'll have to do. Where, where are you located out of now, Trevor? Uh, I'm in Brunswick, Georgia. Um, so, so what's the, the your club, home clubs in Brunswick now? Yeah. So like the club I, I operate out of now is Brunswick Country Club. Well, we might just have to come to you to take we that title out, there. We took out Scott at Noonan. We took out the youngest club champion at Noonan. Uh, <laughs> we're coming back this Saturday to Noonan to take out two more. They're about to put a plaque for us up, Trevor, unless you come do this. <laughs> All right. I guess I got to come back and protect the homestead now. Got to. We're, we're, we're wrecking havoc at Noonan right now on the course and the hot dogs. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the Noonan. hot dogs are undefeated. I already told Joni for Saturday when we get there. I said, I don't even need lunch. I, mean, I know what I'm getting. My dogs. You guys ever had uh, the cardboard wrap out there? Uh-uh. No? Oh, dude. My, um, I had a butt. Quick story. My, my, uh, I had a buddy of mine when I was in high school. He was a, he was a senior. I was a freshman. And uh, he created this thing called the cardboard wrap because he, he worked as a cardboard out there. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just a – Fried chicken wrap with bacon, with bacon bits, cheese, and a uh, little bit of ranch, too. It's really good. If you go next time you go in there, ask for it. I may have the cartboy wrap here and the glizzy here and the big double <laughs> fisting it down the fairway. I might see if they can put the glizzy in the cartboy wrap. <laughs> That's too much. That's too much meat there. Just trying to Mitch get some. You're, you're getting on Mitchell levels now. Yeah, I can't do yeah. that. Mitchell, we need Mitch to set Mitchell up with Trevor. Need to get. We worried about our, our fourth. We worried about his health. We gotta get him set up with you. And uh, his slice. Yeah. <laughs> we need his slice <laughs> fixed for it from his weight gain. That's what he blames it on. Um, I guess I'm about to start stretching every night. Not just before golf. I'm gonna start stretching. Yeah. I got to now. Trevor's gonna yeah. get me motivated for the year. I feel like it's gonna make me a better golfer. That's actually the main. That's the the biggest part is that um is just consistency. Consistency is king. Like being sure, like figuring out like what what do you do I, what do I need to get better at, make a routine for it, and stick with it. So like whenever I whenever I put someone through the physical screen, whether they want to do sessions with me or not, um, they always will get a fifteen minute uh, routine that's generated by the TPI app, and this routine is basically uh may is designed based off of the results off the screen obviously and um it'll give you exercises and stretches and um sometimes sometimes even strength exercises that are tailored to improve improving you know your correctives and see and kind of going after what needs to be fixed in relation to the golf swing that's gonna be me every night before y'all say you get on cod tonight i'm gonna get my stretches in I got stretch first. Stretch first before I go. You got to stretch. I don't. It's getting intense. Yeah. Oh, it does. I feel like it does for us. (laughs) Bray, do you have any more questions on your list? No. No. Yeah, I ran through them, so we're good. Whenever uh, I I enjoyed the conversation for sure. I'd say anything else. This I don't care what it did for everybody that else is listening, but for me, it got me motivated for 2024 to get ready. My son got a little. I got thinking. Yeah, he got my son got a little weight thing for Christmas. It's like you can add weights, makes kettlebells, and I'm about to be in his room getting my grind off for this season. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Motivated now. Is that you gonna get your little uh, 
one-on-one going later. Try to get get your game. I'm messaging you right after this. I heard my low left, lower left back playing softball 13 or 14 years ago. Went to catch a ball on uh, left field. I jumped and I landed on a four foot fence. It's never let me forget that I did it. <laughs> and now sitting at a desk does not work for it. He needs to, but Trevor, we appreciate you coming on and joining us. Um, and course, look, man, anytime you're back in Newton, let us know. We're not members at Noonan, but at this rate, we call it there and we tell them we're coming. And we got to stay in the tea time. So you just let us know, Trevor. Sounds good. But yeah. we would, if if it's available, um, we're trying to play more courses and like highlight them. Yeah, we'll travel. To so we could come to Brunswick to battle and film and highlight the course. That would be fantastic. Oh, definitely. We come, yeah. we come film a match against you, Trevor. But before the match starts, we have a group stretch session that we've captured. Okay. Yeah. Trevor gets us For dialed sure. in before the round. That'd be the video right there. Sounds good. I guess I'll I'll be I'll be helping the opposition, but that's fine. Yeah, we'll do hot yoga. Let's get us warmed up. That's all we ask for. Okay. And then just know that if we do win, the title of the video has got to be "We Beat a PGA Tour Canada Player." You know, we got to have that on there since you got you had that. But no, we appreciate you coming on, Trevor. No problem, guys. Appreciate you guys uh, for inviting me on and having me. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, we're back. Thanks, Trevor, for coming on. Uh, hopefully we can get that match set up in Brunswick and go take that man down. Um, but that's what we got. To th- go check out everything on Trevor's social media. Go f- give him a follow. Um, and Zach's going to give you a testimonial here in a few weeks. So <clears throat> maybe he's getting dialed in. I hope so. Uh, real quick. Before- so we'll link his stuff. Yeah, but down in the show notes and stuff. Uh, before we went into the Trevor interview, Brady was telling us about this new club at Moon Golf, and I was gonna, I was gonna say one of the BSG members have already been to Moon Golf and swung it that fast. Uh, wow! So we, I had to text him today and say, "Bro, slow down. So if you get it, we can schedule a video to, you know, film it." And he, he said he wasn't gonna get it, but it's already been tested by one of the BSG members. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ready to feel it. See I'm it. ready for them SM10s to come out. I yeah, got my Zach, gift cards. Zach said he's ready. I got them ready. Brady, what's your Unless they tell me the new Mizunas or the TaylorMade. The way to go. But I got a feeling the Vokies are it. Brady, what's your big golf purchase of the year? If you get any clubs. Um, I know a three would. Like, that's number one. Um, and if if I really, I'm definitely gonna hit like maybe pick out like three different drivers that come out when they're when they're all, I don't know, in store to hit. I'd like to hit like at least two or three different drivers and just see if anything uh you know suits my eye a little bit better than what I've got now, and uh maybe put something new in the bag there. And then if there's room, I'd like to uh, see what a seven looks like. Oh, five or seven. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I need something more consistent around that, like, 210, 215 range. Would you drop the four iron? Yeah, probably. Um, I, I hit it okay, but, like, 
I never know if I'm going to get the right distance with it. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's it's such a you have to hit it just right every time. I feel like like there's you hit a you get a miss hit with it and it could go 25, 30 yards shorter what you think and uh, you know it, it just depends. And I feel like a lot of people are transitioning. A lot of tour players are transitioning to like hitting seven woods just because they know, uh, you know, every time they hit it, it's going to be the right distance. That's the only problem for me. I've looked at adding either a five or seven, but I don't know what club I'd drop. Yeah. Because I already don't have a four iron. Because I added that extra wedge, that A wedge. Right. So I'm five through A. And I got my three wedges. The I could drop the fifty-two and just swing a soft A wedge instead, but I don't know. I would like a five or seven wood. I've seen a lot of people talk about them. Don't yeah. let me catch you with more than fourteen clubs in the bag, or every match. What you gonna do? You gonna penalize me? Every match going forward, you'll start with a two-stroke penalty. <laughs> no, it's per hole. Oh, so you per. I looked at the. So at work, I was reading, um, I was on golf.com and they were talking, and I was like, how many clubs can you have? I, I thought it was 14. I said, one guy was in an event and he was in first place and he got to about the 15th hole and realized he had an extra club in the bag. 30 strokes right there? Two, two strokes per hole that the occurrence happened. He was Dang. already 30 over so par. So got, <laughs> yeah. Was, I said, oh, gosh. That would that just would hurt. Uh, Brad, do you think you're going to get no longer worked? <laughs> yeah. But when you get the new clubs, do you think you're going to get just the shafts fitted? Because I know you're a big eBay guy. Are you going to try to get the club heads off eBay? Or are you going all new? At uh, no, I, I would like to buy it package there. <laughs> I think that would uh, be the eBay only way guy. to do it. Know. Yeah. So if maybe if it was the other way around, like if I was buying like – I'd probably, you know, if I already had the head or something like that and I was looking for a shaft. But I think after last year um, getting fit for the shaft, because, like, uh, I was swinging this Cobra driver for, like, two years before I even got that shaft put in it. Or either, you know, I didn't get fitted for it when I bought it. So I was just swinging what came in it. And then, uh, obviously, getting fit for it with the right uh, swing speed and everything, I feel like that changed it changed my driver for sure like it's just a, it's more consistent than where it was a hundred percent so um that's something that i'll do from now on like the rest of my life and i think a lot of my friends and uh like my dad is even sold on it now and i've i've never known him to be anything like go out of his way to get like a club you know and he he was telling me the oh, other yeah. day he said he said i think i'm gonna you know the next time i get something i'm gonna go and and swing it and get fit for it, like have somebody fit me for it. And I was like, there we go. We're not talking some sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just need to now every time I don't... somebody goes you go and say, BSG sent me here. We need to make sure they tell people that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was looking online today at Wedges and uh, the new Mizuno irons. I was like, now I don't trust just buying them stock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because now I know the technology and – going from a 95 gram shaft to 105 it may not be much but if i'm supposed to have the 95 and i buy the 105 what am i costing myself over the longevity of the clubs yeah i agree the only thing that scares me about i feel like wedges 
are probably the trickiest thing as far as getting fitted in a bay and not getting fitted, hitting it in the grass, hitting it in the sand. Because, I mean, they can – Moonhawk Golf has the best technology. They have the track men. So, you know, because that's what the pros use. You know you're going to get the right numbers. But right. most of wedges is all about bounce. And I feel like you can't tell bounce it off a mat because you're supposed to yeah. you know, get it in the yeah. ground, get it in the sand. That's the only thing that scares me with wedge fitting. Yeah, I wish they had a portable option. For, oh, like yeah. a portable truck that would go to because yeah. you know like mizuno and trickson and all callaway everybody has like the range days where they come and yeah they have all the shafts and all the heads because i've i mean i i trust them but it'd be nice to see that ball flight too you know they do that at grand national i wonder if you could go when they have it and see they what they it say at, uh, and bull creek and yeah bull creek does it a lot yeah, I and Maple always Ridge. Emails for it. Maple Ridge is the one I get all the emails for. Yeah, oh, yeah. They always have Srixen and Callaway there. That's right. Does Moonhawk do putter fittings? Not in Auburn. At the other stores, they do. Okay, I didn't know. I if they have the technology for it there. Not yet. But uh, Moon Golf, we love Moon Golf. So with that, talking about clubs, talking about golf, it's time of the week where we lock it in, lock it in. Uh, presented by Swannies. Use BSG25, get 25% off your next order. They've got new stuff coming out shortly, so you can be checking yeah, out on the website. Good too. I do. Oh I like it. Uh, check out Swannies Golf. So last week, or this previous week, Century Tournament Champions. Uh, had y'all watched him? Did y'all watch Jordan Spieth birdie like seven out of eight in a row? Like the dude was, yeah. I thought he was going to make a run for it. Um, but Chris Kirk held on. Uh, so recapping that, I, one of the biggest news of the tournament was, like you have here in the notes, Kevin Kisner being a uh, analyst on there. It was just funny hearing him talk sometimes, talk about it. But yeah. he did a good job, I think. I, I thought he did a really good, good job. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. I know uh, my dad asked me, he was like, I like you hear Kisner on there? And I was like, yeah. yeah, you can't. I mean, you know when he's talking because he sounds like one of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a sec, I guess the second big story, other than, you know, Sungjae him because he's him, you know, setting the new birdie the record. But the old broomstick made an apparent appearance this weekend. That's uh, what I'm picking. Is that was that a lab golf broomstick? Or, no, it was the Odyssey. It's two oh, ball uh, Odyssey. Oh, so he probably would have been a little hotter because of lab golf. He's BSG. So I'm saying would have been a more a little bit more balanced. Yeah. It's but he was dropping everything with it. He was. Yeah. It's still crazy. The TikTok I saw where the lab golf guy put a normal putter in this little contraption, and when he swings it slow, how it closes and opens up zone, but you put a lab golf putter in that contraption, and it's, it's square the whole way through. So no matter your swing, it stays square. I'm a believer. When the video versus AJ goes live, is that the first video I've had it? Uh, did I have it when with the current time. video? Tonight's video. Because um, I feel like once I got on, warmed up with it, I was on. So nobody got the winning pick. Nobody got the winning score, the extra points. We were close, though. I said 24. Brady said 25. Uh, it was 27? 23. I think so. Chris Kirk, he just 29. kept making I think he got a, Yeah, I think he got a 29 because uh, he, he threw one up on 17 from, like, it, it was for real like 210, and he put it within like two and a half feet. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, right? it was like two right. feet. 
an insane shot. Um, and I was going to ask this question too. Like, uh, Tagala missed his uh, birdie putt. It was probably like a four and a half, five footer, right at the end of the uh, at the end of his round. He would have shot a sixty-two, I think, if he would have made that, and um, he would have taken a one stroke a one stroke lead over Chris Kirk. Um, but he didn't make it, and Chris Kirk birdied seventeen. So Chris Kirk went into eighteen with a one stroke lead. If we were coming down like up just any course with a with a par five, and we all we had to do was part, do you think we could part and hold on for the win? Gosh, I don't know. Not, it was what twenty mil on the line. Oh yeah, well he. I thought it was like. Yeah, he bagged like every, three and a half. I think. Every shot would be so scary. You know, I feel like when I you're say that. trying to when you're trying to win or trying to par a hole to win, like that's probably the hardest thing to do. Cause like whenever you're trying to birdie one, you can just play aggressive. And if it doesn't happen, oh well, but you're just, when you're trying to par one, you're just trying not to mess up at that point. Yeah. I think first place was like 3.2 million or something like that. And I say that's a lot, but then second place was still like 2.4. I could, if I bogeyed, I could still live with second place. Yeah. Well, they would have went in a playoff, but yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> Um, so this week though, the boys are staying in Hawaii. Majority of them probably, I would assume, are just staying in a house a house there all week, uh, or at the new place. So we got our picks going into this week. Listen, Mitchell's not here. Mitchell hasn't sent a pick, so he gets no no points this week, right? No matter what. So this is my chance to make a move. Uh, we can give him the I think I'm trying to think what would be fair. If someone doesn't make a pick he just has to get what the lat when they when they do the cut. Whoever finishes thirty second, last place after the cut, what they score. Yeah, that or we can give them the the odds favorite. No, 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 no. I ain't doing all that. He ain't getting the favorite. <laughs> you don't get rewarded for not making it. So, anyways, my pick for this week, the least favorite. <laughs> give me Mister Skechers himself. Give me Matt Fitzpatrick. He was Someone. on. He was making a run. Some would say he's going to win another major this year. He's the second favorite for this tournament. I didn't pick the favorite for this tournament because it's Ludwig. I picked him last week, and he tied 47th. I don't think he's coming from 47th to first in one week. So I think that Vegas has that one wrong. I'm picking Sahith Digala. Mm. He was rolling the putts, and I think he's due. He looked like us this week on one hole. He, I saw he hit a 236-yard drive, and they said the spin was like 4,000. The guy was like, he must have hit that off the shaft. But uh, I was like, 236-yard <laughs> drive for us? Yeah. <laughs> That's decent. Yeah. In yeah, the fairway, was, I'm good with it. Yeah. There was one uh, par four at that course. I don't remember what hole it was, but it was playing like so far uphill. It was only like a 300-yard par four, but – uh, it was so far uphill, the guys were only carrying it like 250 or something like that. Yeah, maybe the walk on. It had like a little dog leg left kind of to it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who you got, you Brady? Who you got for this for the Sony? I'm uh I'm sticking with um what the Georgia Bulldog head coach said. Uh, he said that it's the UGA tour, not the PGA tour. Uh, I think it, it's going to be another Bulldog victory this weekend in Hawaii uh, with Russell Henley. Mm. Oh, 
And then we're going to give Mitchell whoever got last in the cut. But that's our picks. Uh, so we're locking those in. We're feeling good about it. Your boy's got to make a run at it. I'm, Ludwig really disappointed me this week. I had high hopes, uh, but nothing came from it. Uh, here's real quick a segment on the show uh, where we like to tell you what's incoming, what's coming up for the BSG tonight or yesterday as you're listening to this. Uh, part one from the fields dropped in the 2v2 scramble. Part two drops next week. Then BSG versus the kid. And then this weekend, as long as weather uh, cooperates. We're going to be out there. We're going to New York Country Club to take on Scott Porter Golf and head coach of Point University, Maddox Lytle. It's going to be a battle. Maddox really gave us our only – well, I guess that's a three-and-a-half-man loss. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't know this – I'm really happy with this, but Maddox told Zach, uh, whoever wins – the previous hole gets to decide what tee box the next hole is played from. So, we the goal got, is to win number one and push close. So we got to strategize because hole two is a par three, and so we yeah, need hole one. We, we need to win the first hole for sure, so we can push yes. up. <laughs> I think that. they'll be close on all par threes, no matter the distance. So if we can push up and give ourselves a p wedge or something, I'm with it. And then I'm thinking like. Say there's a par four coming up. Do we push back, make them drive and have, which they're going to outdrive us and have a normal club in? Or do we push up, make them take less than driver and hopefully hit a bad tee shot and then have to finesse a wedge in? There's a lot of strategy we're going to have to talk about. I'm uh, ready. Got the mics ready. Need to start charging everything up. Yep. I need Put the drone up on all par threes. And just have it. Because there's going to be some darts, especially if we can get up a little closer. We can throw some darts. Imagine hole two. <laughs> Imagine hole two. We push it all the way up to the reds, and they'll and make them hit some really nice wedge shots. In I just think if we're 120 yards out on par three, four of us getting one one close enough for a birdie putt, compared to them having that's all we need. You know, I'm I, fine with them having a birdie putt if we got a birdie putt. Man, I don't want to be 190 out and then Maddox hit a seven iron to five feet and the Scott hit one and then we're not even on the green. Yeah. So a lot of strategy. I got a lesson with Scott Thursday. He'll hit me getting He's in his head start. before the match. He's going to start telling you some backwards stuff. <laughs> yeah. Before the match. I don't know. I got six more lessons with him this year, so I hope not. Um, let me hit this part of the show right here. If it's going to play, let's see. Oh, Try and load it in. Is it going to work? I guess not. So here's the drop zone question of the week. I guess that's not going to load in. I was just trying to think of one before the show. And so if you only had one chance at a million dollars to win a million dollars, would you rather have – and they said you can go to a putt-putt course, you have to shoot 12 under in putt-putt, or go to any full course of your desire, your choice, and they say you have to shoot even par. Which one are you taking? What box? Any box, any course. Oh, I'll play the Reds. You Give me the Reds at point. point. I, I, I think I could get close. And you, so you twelve hundred and putt putt's hard. It, that's what I was saying. I thought people were gonna say putt putt. Because they're most are twos. I was about to ask you what's I was about to ask you that. Like, what's the par on the putt putt? If so, you have I to make a, like a hole in one. You have to make a hole in one to make a birdie, right? Well, I think so, at least. 
Yeah, well, we'll say they're we'll say they're. Uh, well, I guess that'd be right because sometimes you can get really close in one. Yeah, I'll take the full course as well. Give me uh, give me up closer. Is this like a traditional putt putt course, or are we talking like silly putt putt? This is like Captain Jack's at Panama City. Or <laughs> yeah, you got to go people, over to the waterfall. People's yeah. done like drop fries on the mat and everything. Yeah, yeah we're just, you can take your own putter though. What about a pop stroke? Like, what about that? Oh, oh I just I just sent you one. There's one opening in T Town next week. Oh, that'd be yeah, fun I to go next picture. Friday. And I did not know that. Yeah, I you saw you it, pop uh, stroke. Next I Wednesday. Those are, those are probably pretty tough, actually, because they got a lot of like stuff like that. You so think I it's like thistle thistle do, but all oh, turf gosh. instead? Yeah, yeah. I, if if you had to do it out at even part. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, I, I, there's no way. I'd I'd have probably a better chance to do it on the course than at thistle do. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too. My putt putt game just ain't that strong. Yeah, uh, there's some people that probably it. would rather. So, y'all think y'all gonna be game plan Saturday, feeling like a dub, or y'all got a little uncertainty? Yeah, I think we let for the box, Mitchell, you, Casey, then me and Brady. I'm fine keeping the same order every time, so that we don't have to get confused. And I'm fine going first. I felt like when we played last week, I was lagging them to this. And with it, just with them, when we play, when we play four v one, I feel like the one person has nobody to talk to. But since he has a teammate, I plan on talking a lot of trash the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to, got to. Um, because he has somebody he can kind of confide in. So I'm excited. That's gonna be a good video. It won't come out until I think the end of February. Um, and there'll be a sure. lot of talk on the mics. They'll be saying, oh, yeah. "They ain't gonna get this," and boom, then we do. <laughs> and he, oh, we need Mitchell. We need to make sure we tell Mitchell to bring his work GoPro because we need three Go. No, never mind, because we don't have the extra time code. So we'll just use two GoPros. We'll give them oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Front nine can be one group, and front nine can be the back nine can be the other one. Well, would the would their mic not record at the same time, even without that extra time code? Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be able to line it all up. It would be a nightmare. Yeah, it wouldn't have anything to sync to or something like that. Um, but we definitely on And then we can just, we'll, we'll get it. We'll have to figure it out. But that's coming up for the boys. I'm excited about it. Make sure you like, subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. We're on the road to 1,000. We're getting there in the next few months. Big thanks happening.